Welcome to Daters Gonna Date. This is a Irish podcast all about dating. Two single girls living in Dublin. What the hell will we get up to? Not much at the moment with COVID, um, but we'll discuss all our dating woes, all your dating woes, um, and we hope you enjoy. Lads, ladies, guys and gals, this is your favourite Irish dating podcast and I am Nicola. And I am Roisin. Hiya Nicola, how are you? Well, I weigh about 42 stone less because I got my eyebrows done, girl. <laughs> well, I weigh about 42 pounds more because it's the amount of shite I bought in pennies um, at my appointment. <laughs> yes, your infamous appointment. I all my slag and I did a view and I was went to Penny's on Monday night when they opened, went out to Blanche at like nine at night, thinking to be quiet. Yeah. It was not. And then I went again on Tuesday morning in town. So representing. <laughs> and what was it like on Tuesday when you went in? Was it still crazy? It was really busy, but like it, it moved really quickly. Like I wasn't in the queue for less than 30 seconds and I was down and around a corner. Like they just flew people in because that many people are coming out at the same time. So it was actually good. Um, But I'd seen a dress I wanted in Blanche and I, it, they didn't have it in my size. And then they in town, they had much more sizes. They were well stocked up and prepared. So I was I went straight for it. But we probably all have the same bloody things now. Yeah. Probably, we probably have to say I loved the appointment thing. I thought it was so good because basically, I mean, it was hilarious. You went up to Penny, sorry, it was in in, in the one on Mary Street and they, they had a clipper board with your name on it. You'd swear I was going into an exclusive nightclub. Like that's how it felt. It was, they were like yeah, checking your name off the list. <laughs> and um, I don't know how many people were in at, at a time for the appointments. I heard it was 100, but like I had the run of the shop completely. Like no one was on top of me. No one was near me. Um, and even though you were only given the hour because like it wasn't really busy, you could actually see everything. You could get in and get the sizes. And I think it was like a really smart idea. I swear I would do that again. If they offered that as a service, like on a, on random days, I would totally go just for the peace and quiet. It was amazing. Yeah, I was thinking when I was in Zara, I wouldn't have minded if they had um, appointments there. I know they did and I just never got any. I didn't get any appointments for anywhere. But um, like Zara was really busy because the shop itself is quite small. And I think with Zara, you need to pooch to get the good stuff. Yeah. Because there's so much yeah. stuff that like kind of goes by like ugh, work and then going to a wedding. And then like there's a gorgeous dress. So I was like, if I had a wedding to go to, this would be fab, but I don't. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was good to, it was good to browse. We went around different places, Stravadarius and stuff and just kind of going in without having to be like, you know, just actually having that whole freedom of going in and out was lovely. I know it's just like seeing clothes and like being like being able to see the sizes of stuff and, and like see the material and just like oh, it was just it was it was so nice. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I came out with a couple of bags for pennies. God bless poor Tom came and helped me carry my stuff. Oh, God, you put Tom through pennies, uh, pennies haul. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well he didn't he couldn't come in but he met me outside afterwards bless him and I was standing there with you know the giant paper pennies bags like like three of them and I was like hello oh my god <laughs> so <laughs> uh, but yeah no love the appointments and then still got to get my nails and etc done so yeah I mean it's definitely weird kind of being around people and I thought I didn't think I would find it that odd because I, I've i been going into the office twice a week. Not that there's many people. And then I've always been doing my shopping. But it's funny how you feel like, you know, with people walking past you and do you know kind of way? 
Oh yeah, completely. I was I like I knew I was going to be anxious as heck when this when this started to lift off. Um, like people getting too close to me, people I see with don't have masks on. I'm just like my anxiety just takes a leap. So I kind of mm. walked like the long way around everywhere when I was going anywhere because I was like either that or I went straight to where I wanted them <laughs> gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I honestly think that I'll probably still wear masks in certain places even when this is over I think like for public transport and all that I think I might I might continue to wear them because it just, I, I've just realized that I have no cold or nothing I, ha- I haven't had a cold or like flu or anything for like six seven eight months and I'm pretty sure that's probably down to not just me wearing a mask but other people wearing masks mm-hmm. so I actually might think might think like especially with public transport um I think they'll continue that I think the the Chinese and the Thai and the Japanese are all on to something. We're, we're wearing the old masks and we're just kind of getting uh, getting new to the trick now. Yeah, plus I have bought so many and even though I've lost about 96% of them, I spent a lot of money on them. So I'm just going <laughs> to have to keep wearing them. And it's a great way from, you know, when yeah, you're on exactly. a night out and some gobble tries to lob the gob and you'd be like, oh, mask. Oh, no. Oops. <laughs> Or you can hide yourself if you're trying to get away. Just put on a mask, cover your face, and then just just sneak out and avoid any any freaks. Exactly. But look, you heard it here first, guys. The masks might be they might be told you don't have to wear them, but why you should by data's gonna date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder what it's gonna be like when we do eventually get, and we will get there eventually, to being able to go into pubs and getting to talk to other people. Like, are people going to be really awkward? Or are people just going to be flinging themselves at each other? I'd say it'll like, be a mixture of the gonna two. Like, They're going to be like, the freaks are going to be yeah. flinging themselves at you. And then the good looking ones that you're like, oh my God, I wish he'd fling himself at me will be the ones that'll be staying away. <laughs> very, very true. I will say, uh, and this is probably a link to uh, our discussion, uh, today's topic about being single. But um, I definitely think uh, I, I'm craving I'm going to miss Sorry, Tom, turn off the podcast if you're listening. Uh, I will miss, uh, you know, the, the kind of buzz of like when when we will be allowed to go out and meeting people. Not that I can't talk to people. I'm allowed to talk to people, you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? It's not the same. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of raging now. I'll miss, you know, won't miss us, but I'll be watching other people doing it as opposed to partaking in this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm totally the lucky one out of the two of us here. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to go out and flirt and be rejected and then spend the night alone. But you know what? You're right, Ro. <laughs> You're, you'll real miss out. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? You know the crack of, of all of that? I mean, like, it doesn't happen every night you go out. Like, it can be a rare occasion. But I do think because of cause we've been locked down, I think people would be raring to fucking go. Yes, unlike my friend who thinks that um, that men will be raring to be in a relationship after this. I was like, are you taking the piss? The fact that men have been, we've all been locked down for the last year and a <laughs> half and you think people are going to want to be locked down more. Right, 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 right. Well, no, we are being positive about being single. <laughs> And yeah. obviously, um, you know, one half yeah, of the podcast is uh, single. Mwah, mwah, mwah. And no, I am looking forward to getting out and flirting. Like, I just want to flirt. Like, just get this. I need to get myself back on track of being a good flirt. So it's, the first few times it's going to be embarrassingly bad. But throwing my mojo around the place. But uh, it is a good... We kind of decided, <laughs> to, decided to do this episode because one of our listeners is newly single. Well, one who told us is newly single. And we wanted to show that it's not a bad thing. No, no. And, you know, look, we've all gone through highs and lows in terms of like being single. Um, And some days are tough or sometimes some days are fucking great or fucking awesome. And obviously, look, if you're in the midst of a breakup right now, it's obviously very difficult when you're still in the thick of it. Uh, But please know there are good things to to come so we kind of asked everybody uh for, for little bits and pieces we asked for voice notes uh messages etc i will say and this is just following on a bit from uh from what you said last week about sliding into someone's dms nicola mm-hmm. is that someone said something great about being single is that they slid into someone's dms for their first time this week and it was a success so Go congratulations on. to you gal i'm very proud 
Well, I have no update on my slide into my DMs because still my the guy that I want to slide into my DMs is still just show, putting up pictures of cows and there's nothing I can work with there, lads. So, you know, I'll keep you informed, but I'm very proud of our listener who did it. And that is exciting. You see, that's one of the good things about being single, the excitement of stuff. Like, you know, the does he fancy me? Does she fancy me? You know, I, I that kind of the first crush or whatever that you have when you realize you've crushed on somebody and it's kind of all giggly and embarrassingly like that. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, there's nothing like the initial buzz. Um, I remember after I broke up my ex, like the first person I like proper fancied, fancied, like as in not just a shift on the night out, but a guy actually fancied. And like the buzz off that was unreal because like you feel like you'll never fancy anybody again because you've been so hurt. And then you're just like, oh, my God. I can feel I, I'm, a, I'm a human again. I'm not, I'm not dead inside. It's I'm amazed. And uh, there's nothing quite like that. Like first little rush. Um, when you first meet someone, whether it be a first date or your first shift or whatever it is, it's always an amazing buzz. And uh, definitely a good few people mentioned that. All right. Um, for being a, a, a great thing about being single. Yeah, like that, when you've gone through a breakup and you suddenly, like the realization that you're okay is always class and suddenly like, hey, I didn't cry this week or I just chatted up that guy at the bar and I didn't think about Jim Bob. You know, that's such a class feeling because you're just like, oh, I've shed 200 pounds of loser and I'm actually okay and stuff. And then it's like the realization that you put up with whatever you put up with and now you're like, okay, from now on, I'm going to be freaking deadly and I don't need validation from some asshole. In the words of a friend of mine, you do be buzzing. 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 That's the feeling. That's the feeling when you're like, oh, I'm absolutely buzzing for myself, for this night out, for this situation, for this date, whatever it might be. Buzzing, I feel, is the, is the perfect encapsulation of the feeling. Well, Obviously, you're you're a taken woman at the moment, Ro. So it's kind of hard to be asking you these questions about the best things about being single, uh, considering you you're not. So um, <laughs> maybe I should be taking. Well, it. <laughs> well, I mean, I was single for uh, you know, I broke up with my boyfriend. Be will be three years next in a couple of weeks. Um, so I was single for like the last two two and a half so uh i haven't forgotten i'm not i'm not that far gone from it and you never know nicola things could go tits up at any moment so when tom listens (laughs) to say uh, yeah he's like tom is actually gonna go actually why am i not single this is this broadcast all the good reasons to be single you're dumped (laughs) no tom don't do it because i still have to see if you've got any hot friends so if you're gonna wait will you just wait till i meet them um and you obviously as well but just wait till i meet <laughs> then tom you can do the dumping okay okay thanks um no it's it's really it's a good episode, a good topic because you know we've talked about all the bad sides of being single or you know the the hardness of going on dates and stuff but like there's so much crack that you can have being single not just like on the dating scene but the fact of like my biggest thing is the independence and that is like huge because everything you do is solely for your own purpose like uh you eat what you want to eat you eat in the favorite restaurants you eat you order whatever tie you know you want without you never have to think of another person it's just you unless you know you're inviting your friends stuff you go out to meet your friends drop of a hat because you don't have to go and check with somebody else and that like I love the independent side of being single yeah and that did come in a lot from everybody like a lot of people were saying like the freedom and it is uh, you do have freedom because uh I had never been anybody like I I first dated someone I was much older in life so I'd always been super independent and used to just being my own person and then when I met someone like trying to fit them into my life was actually really fucking hard because I was just so used to um socializing a lot like partying like just spending so much time with my friends and that like you know, on a hangover Sunday, someone being like, hey, do you want to go for a walk? And I'm like, I'd, I'd rather throw myself out this window, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. Um, it was just, it's really hard. And it is actually like one of those things that when you meet someone, like if you're quite independent, like I am myself, it's definitely something like 
you have to learn to like get used to. It's very jarring. If you're if you're used to being on your own and doing your own thing, it's very jarring to go from being fully independent, free to go and meet whoever you want to go to, oh, well, I promised like uh, that I'd go to this or I'm meeting their family or, or oh, I'm supposed to go see their friends. And like, I'll never forget, oh, one of the things that annoyed me is, um, it's funny because it was on reading the years the other week, but when the marriage equality um, referendum happened and the vote went through, um, I had to go to uh, my ex's, family's house to meet his family and I was like I would rather I wanted to be in like Dublin and celebrating I was just like oh, I'll have to be here instead and it wasn't that I didn't have a good time but I considering how you know uh important that day was and how many like friends and family members that I have that are gay you know I really wish I could have been like in Dublin and enjoying that moment and like yeah, you have to do stuff for other people, which is, I suppose is nice, but it's fucking annoying. And I hate to tell you, <laughs> but that day was freaking awesome. <laughs> I know, I know. And every time I watch a clip of something off it, I'm like, for fuck's sake. Maybe if I was still with the guy, I'd feel less bitter. But <laughs> I am not I'm in like rage that I missed this day. I'm like, fuck you. Well, one of the things that um, I was talking to friends about it and we were saying one of the things that I suppose it's great about being single is that you never like you never feel like you're letting people down if you get me and you probably know this like and I'm sure people will relate to this that you always kind of feel that you're you're not giving enough of yourself to the right people when you're kind of going out with somebody unless your other half is absolutely amazing but like you'll find you're always there's times like this like you were just talking about how you wanted to be with friends but you had to be there and you kind of feel like you're letting your gay friends down or you know you're missing out this iconic moment with them and like it could be a case of your friend is going through a breakup or going through something horrible but you had plans with the boyfriend or you know you're with your friends but your boyfriend wants to come meet you and you're like well I can't because it's a girl's night and it's kind of like this sense of being torn a little bit and you kind of feel like trying to have time for yourself time for your friends and time for another person is quite hard to kind of get in and there's always one of them that's slipping more than the other yeah yeah no totally and it can be really hard to to juggle and I'll be honest like at the uh, like at the moment it's been relatively easy because uh like there hasn't been a life really so like meeting someone uh was like on a Saturday has not been like of any difficulty because it's not like you can go out, not like you can go for drinks, not like you'd be going out for food or restaurants. So I think like that is still going to come for me. Do you know what I mean? Um, Like that's still going to end up being an issue. But then the hope is like if things start opening up a bit normally that like I won't have to just like leave a Saturday open like that I could, I would be able to meet him midweek or like a Sunday or whatever it might be instead, because we'll actually be able to do things. Just that the fact that for the last while we couldn't do anything else, but like walk and takeaways. So like, it, it's not like in, in conflicted with anybody else's schedule or my friend's schedule, but that is still to come. And that, that is difficult because you do feel like you're letting people down and people don't mean to, but they're like, Oh, but like we haven't, and or like you promised and you're like, Oh balls, you know? So you, you end up kind of torn and you, you do kind of feel like sometimes that like you're letting people down. Yeah, it is. So that's why kind of the, the one thing is that you can kind of devote your time to where you want when you're, you're single because you've got time for everyone and in your life, you know, you just schedule them in, in a different way. Um, whereas you, it's not a case of, I have to see my other part, my partner, four times a week and we have a designated day which a lot of people do and that kind of annoys me quite a lot like not I'm not talking about you here at the Saturday because it's I'm talking like non-pandemic times like there's certain yes. there's certain people that like you know are like I always see my boyfriend on a Sunday and you're like but like what if it's the literally the only day I can see you and they're like sorry I always do it on a Sunday you're like but you live with him could you <laughs> move him to Saturday you know <laughs> <laughs> I know it's ridiculous it's ridiculous it, it, it like I know it can be hard for people to find that balancing act but like what do you do let all your other relationships go to the wayside like that's not good either you know um I think like one of the like this great thing about being single is like if you've got single pals like it's just so amazing like spending your time with them and going out and having the crack with them and it's just like yeah I don't really get that 
we have a solid day for doing things. I only understand that maybe if you have kids, because maybe you only get like a, like someone only would would take your kids on a certain day. That, that's the only time that excuse will ever fly with me now, to be fair. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, but like the fact that you have to see the boyfriend that you sleep in the bed with every single night and, you know, who lives in your house on that one well, has to be on a Wednesday, despite the fact that your friend is, you know, home from the UK on that day or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, dude, mix it up. If I was going out with somebody, I love the idea of date nights as you're going out with somebody quite a long time. I think that's a lovely idea. But if I was going out with somebody like, let's say five or six years and we did something every Sunday or every Monday or whatever, and it was the same day for five years. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'd die with the boredom. Die with the boredom. Mix it up. Yeah. Try on a Wednesday trip to the cinema. I don't give a crap. Variety. It's the spice of life. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, totally. That, that juggling, you know, is hard and... Nicholas, myself and yourself both know we have a uh, old friend who's not a friend anymore who basically prioritised her fellas' time over everyone else. And God, yeah. Yeah, basically we're not mates anymore and it's kind of shit, you know? Yeah, but it's not shit because we're still friends and she she gone. And if she ever was listening to this, sure, I'm sure like the fact is she picked him and brought him to everything and girls and guys yeah. like, you don't have to bring your other half to everything when you're group, meeting up with a group of friends it's all right to bring them occasionally but it's okay yeah. to have a mixture of groups you know you don't have to go to everything his friends are at he doesn't have to come to everything your friends are at it's oh my god but at the end of the day the good friends will stick together so it's her loss yeah class. very very yeah absolutely being single is fucking great can do whatever the hell you want you don't have to answer to anyone and you can shift whoever you want <laughs> one of the that came in and i do think this is really important um if you're single is the learning to love yourself and learning like self-confidence and acceptance of yourself it's probably one of the most difficult and challenging things you'll ever do uh because as we all know, and I don't know about men specifically, but women, we are so critical of ourselves. It's like the internalized misogyny on ourselves is is so tough and so hard. And I do think if you're single, you should you should work on yourself and work on your confidence because having that kind of relationship with yourself, like you're kind of unstoppable then. You know what I mean? If you have that kind of faith and confidence in yourself because uh, rejection or being single, like none of that will get you down. If you have a complete self-belief and self-love. Um, and I think like doing that when you're with somebody is is impossible to ask to do. You kind of have to be on your own or you have to be like working on, on yourself by yourself to kind of really get to that because I think Although it's really nice and another person may compliment you and boost your ego, sometimes it's like a false sense of security. Mm -hmm. And then if they leave or you break up or whatever and you haven't worked on yourself, my God, you're going to hit the goddamn floor even harder because you don't have that self-confidence and self-love. And I think that is a really, really important thing. And if you're, if you're newly single or you've been single a while, but you're still like beating yourself up and, me and Nicola did do a, a an episode about positivity. Um, if you haven't listened to it, I uh, I will go back. But I do think it's really really important that you know work on ourselves because we're so freaking hard on ourselves. Yeah, we are. Well, look, we are. I was, I was only in shopping when I was shopping with my sister yesterday. Whatever day today's yesterday, and we were just like walking along. We're like, can't wear that because mm. my boobs are too big. Can't wear that because I've got a gut. Blah blah blah. But also, learn to, the person sent this in, learn to love yourself. It doesn't have to be just like appearance-wise because that's the thing you think of first. But actually, it's knowing, it's knowing yourself yeah. worth. And like, you know, right, we're in our mid-30s now, okay? So what I think about my future is different than what I thought about when I was about mid-20s. And what I thought was acceptable back then is not acceptable now. So like learning to love yourself also includes yeah. knowing what not to allow in your life and what not to put up with. Like myself and Roisin talking about that friend. We don't put, we didn't put up with that bullshit. We're like, you know, we tried to get that, win that friend back and, you know, she chose different. And maybe if we were in our 20s, we'd be chasing and chasing that person 
despite the fact that they don't clearly don't care about us. And it's the same thing with what you'd put up with in a relationship. Like I would have put up with a lot of shit when I think of it in there that I did. But like I wouldn't put up with the yeah. things I would have put up with years ago. And I think that's because I know what I'm worth and I know I won't just settle for somebody because they live near me or because they're also mad for a relationship or whatever. You could settle and you just don't and that's knowing yourself worth and that's loving yourself so if you're thinking I can't love myself because I've got big fat belly well hon I have a big fat belly too and I don't care I do love my own self worth more than whatever's on the outside I three have a big, have a, have a big fat belly, but I I I know what you're saying it's it's it is like we think so much about the external because that's what everybody sees of us, but like self love and self confidence and self worth, as you're saying, that's all in your brain, that's all in your noggin, and it's actually it's actually all in there for you to knock on yourself, and I think it's something that we sometimes we don't think. About we don't take seriously because we're like, ah, oh, that sounds stupid or that's silly or whatever. But by God, the minute you feel confident and as you say, you have self-worth in yourself, things change. People treat you differently. People act differently uh, towards you. Um, and I think it's a really, really important thing. And I think it's one of those, one of, one of those things you can really only do when you're single because you have the, the, the time and the capacity to work on yourself in that way that you don't really have when you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm, exactly. And I definitely have found this year working on myself, highs and lows. Currently, not on, I wouldn't say a high, but currently feeling really good. Kind of like when I fall off the wagon of chocolate, which I had two mountains of chocolate today, two mountains yesterday. Don't give a shit. I'm just sick of beating myself mm-hmm. up. So I'm just on this really good kind of happy where I am. And sure, look, I'm just so happy about meeting my friends and stuff like that. Like that for me is more important than going out dating right now. I'm like, I'm going to see people. I saw my friend the other day and I was like, I haven't seen you in a year. This is fucking class. Like, do you know what I mean? And I think everything else, yeah. the dating side of things, you know, it, it, that is exciting for us. Other, all us single gals and guys out there. Like that is going to be brilliant when we start to, you know, be able to go for something other than a walk. But I think the yeah. fact is we could probably all agree that we're just most excited with seeing our friends and family. Like, cause that's, that's where we're at or whatever. And if yeah. someone else comes along, if, if, you know, if Tom walks by and he has really hot friends, sort it out, Tom. Um, if you haven't got one, <laughs> go get one. <laughs> Send him a snippet of this. This bit of the podcast and nothing else. Um, I did love all the kind of funny responses we we got, like not having to share a bed or duvet, which 100% I, I agree. I cannot describe how difficult I'm finding it. It's only once a week, but I, I like sharing a bed with someone is, oh, it like literally Tom fell out of the bed because... It's not really large enough for like. Stop yeah, talking about your sex machine. Keep them private, okay? What you and Tom? Snoring and snoring and falling asleep, and then also like ugh, guys are always super warm, like super super warm, and like the bed is always fucking sweating and like stinking, and it's like, I, yeah, no, honestly, if I was ever like. If I ever, if I could ever buy a house, as if that's ever going to happen, let's say the fucking Euro millions. But I swear to God, if I, if I ever bought my own house, I swear to God, and if I was with somebody, I'd have two separate beds and then you can push them together if you want to be and then you can pull them apart to be totally separate because I, the sweating, no, I can't stand it. It's, it's, it's definitely gross. No offense, Tom. <laughs> this is Ox for Tom. Tom, I, if I was you, I'd just turn off now because it ain't getting better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I love it. Like as somebody else said, like doing the starfish in the bed. So you just take the whole bed up yourself and you can roll around in it. And uh, yeah, no, the bed, the bed is a is a big thing. And then I love this one as well. Never waking up to find the cereal box and slash or milk empty. How frustrating. I've never lived with a boy before. Um, and I can't describe how angry that would make me if I got up to make my cup of tea or have like my breakfast and the fucking thing is empty. Ah, rage. I think the great thing about being single is 
You don't have to worry about what the other person is doing. You never get anxious over why aren't they texting me back or can I go away or can I go out with the girls? What are they going to think? Being single means you're free to do your own thing, make your own decisions, and you don't have that anxiety or worry about what the other person is doing. Let's be honest, none of us need that in our life. Loving these voice notes. Thanks to everyone who sent them in. And look, keep sending them in, even if we don't give you a topic and you just have something and you want to say, maybe you're going on a date and you want to advice or you just want to tell us you've got a date and rub it in and make me jealous. Go for it, girls. Go for it, guys. We're loving them. Yeah. Keep all the voice notes coming in. Date is going to date, I-O-L at gmail.com. What uh, else have people been saying? Um... Well, somebody said dating and getting to know so many others, even if it's just to meet new friends, is one of the benefits of the being a single lady or guy. Um, me personally, I don't really love dating, going and meeting loads of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might feel differently now, like locked down for a fucking year and a half. True, true. Maybe I'll be like an absolute whorebag, just be like every day have a different date. I think that's I think that's a, a way forward, pal. Like, why not? We've had like 15 months of locked away. Let's have 15 months of dates every month instead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not aim too high. Let's try and go for one. <laughs> <laughs> I did love the person who said financial stability as well. So someone was obviously earning a few more shackles than their uh, missus or mister. And uh was was coughing up all right but also yeah the cost of dinners and all that is expensive i'd you know i'd rather spend that on my gals instead or on my nails and if you know roisin it's probably on her nails as opposed to nights out with us <laughs> i just sit outside with my nails done clicking away yeah no it is it's great like the thought those all those things co- cost so much you don't actually even realize like you're like where did all my money go and suddenly it's like well we went for dinner the other night because you don't sit in and often like when non-pandemic times if you're in a couple you have you go out for dinner a lot you go to the cinema it's all date nights date night date nights whereas most of the time when you're single you're sitting at home in your pajamas and you might get a takeaway, like, and you're like, grand, this is me tree. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And uh, the other thing is, like, if you're in a renting situation, which I'm in, and you live with other people, you do try to go out in normal times because you don't want to be here on top of everybody all the time either. So, like, you do end up going out, you know, for meals and whatever, just to get out of the house. Um, but And also, like, on a plus side, but I have been able to save loads of money because we haven't been going out. But that's all going to end shortly. I'm not going to have a penny left in my goddamn fucking name. You heard that there, Tom. She's planning to milk your money and you have to keep bringing her out. Just FYI. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Best thing by far about being single is having nobody to answer to. So you can basically just do whatever you want. You don't need to check in with anybody. You don't need to tell someone when you're going to be home or if you're going to be home. You don't need to, you know, if you have a baby or if you have a child, check with somebody if it's okay. If you go out, check with someone. Okay, I have to go to the gym. I have to go get my nails done. I have to do whatever. Uh, Is it okay with you? Does it work with your schedule? Blah, 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 all that kind of thing. So for me, that's definitely the best thing about being single. I don't want to make this too long because then um, if my boyfriend hears it, I probably will be single again. Um, another good thing about being single is slagging the shit out of your mates who are in a relationship <laughs> because when you're single, I think you always end up like, oh God, yeah, she's with him, but like they're not really happy and blah, 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 and you'd be harping on. Even though you don't really believe it, you just say it to make yourself feel better. Um, another good thing, well, people probably wouldn't agree with me, but one of the things I actually did enjoy about being single was like the first dates, like the second and the third dates, yeah, whatever. But the first dates, I always love like the jitters and the nerves about going to meet them and like ring your friends, being like, oh my God, oh my God, why do we just show up this, that and the other? Yeah, so that was definitely one thing. And like just spending so much time with the girls, I suppose, like, Obviously, you definitely don't spend half as much time with your mates when you're in a relationship because, you know, you spend time with the person that you're in a relationship with. But for me, when I was all my time acting the politics with the girls, girls' holidays, girls' nights out, just like even chill movie nights and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, and 
I'm definitely missing all of that stuff right now because I'm living away. So, yeah, I'm in a relationship over here, but I'm very much on my own. So definitely missing that aspect of the single life for sure. But being in a relationship is great as well. So. Someone has said one of my favorite answers here. No game playing involved. Boom. Love it. Somebody else sent us in one saying, um, in the future, you'll never regret being single, but you might regret being in a relationship. And that is deep. And I love it. Yeah. And actually, like, very true. Because, um, you know, I've known people who have have gotten through relationships and then come out of them and then they've they've regretted the amount of time, efforts, uh, everything that they've spent on them when they could have been out um, doing other things, when they could have been traveling and when they could have been living abroad, um, when they could have been meeting other people. You know what I mean? Um, Especially if you're young, if you're in a relationship at the moment and you're thinking about your future, what you want to do, like, you might want to have a good think about the relationship you're in. I totally think the travel thing is one thing for me. Like I, you know, I've gone, like obviously we lived in Australia together and we live in America. You know, um, I've gone to Africa twice in the last couple of years pre-pandemic and I plan on going back. And like, that's the sort of place that, you know, not everybody wants to go. And it's a place that I did all on my own. I didn't go with anybody. So like that whole solo travel yeah. is absolutely incredible. Like you learn so much about yourself. Like when I was in Australia, I went traveling on my own for three weeks and made all these new friends. And when I went, obviously with same when I was in Africa and stuff. And I think that solo travel is one of the most empowering things you can do as a person because you literally, if you go, you know yourself this now, row. Like when you're in a relationship and you go away and holidays yeah. together, you only talk to either the other person or couples. Like no gangs of pals are coming up to approach a couple. Like, do you know what I mean? No, and do you know what the thing is? I think it's because I've been on both sides of the coin. I think like as a, if you were single, uh, if there was two or three of you, just single people, you would never think of approaching like a couple because you'd be like, oh, they don't want to talk to us. And then I've been on the side of a couple where people and I've been like, oh, I'd love to like go over and hang out with them. But then you feel a bit weird going up as a couple and be like, hey, we, yeah. like, we hang out with you. So it's, it's kind of catch 22. And, um, you know, I'm the same as you, Nicola. I love traveling. And, you know, I, if I got offered an opportunity, like through work or something like that, you know, even just for a placement, like I'd be gone. I'd be gone. And I, you know, if I was with someone, um, you know, I'd hope that they would understand that, you know, that's a great opportunity for me and that they wouldn't hold me back um, from from doing something like that. That, that just sometimes happens in, in the job I work. So it's not completely beyond the reason that, you know, I could get a placement somewhere for three or four or f- six months, you know. Um, and I definitely would want the person, if I was with somebody, for them to understand. But it's, a, it's something you have to consider. Whereas if you were on your own, you wouldn't have to think about it at all. You just yeah. be like, yes, please, I will take that offer and I will see you whenever. Um, and even just for things like holidays, like you're saying about you going to Africa or whatever, like I love a, a mixed bag kind of holiday. I like a holiday where you can kind of sit in your arse, but you can go and do stuff. I'm not mad keen on like just, oh, let's just go to a resort and sit at a pool for a week. Like that's like of no interest. The only the only time I've ever been interested in that has been recently. And that's just because we've been locked down. Yeah. I'd love to have somebody hand me food for a change instead of me fucking cooking it all the time. And that's the only reason why I, I would be interested in a resort holiday. But other than that, like they don't hold much hope. They, they don't hold much interest. And I know people, I've been with people before, like I know people who whose fellas or girlfriends aren't, aren't adventurous and don't want to go to new places. And I just find that so fucking boring. Like there's, there's a whole world to discover and you want to go to Portugal for a fortnight for the rest of your lives every year? No, no, no. The only place, the only place that that is acceptable for is New York. Yeah, New York is the only place because New York is different every damn time you go. It is never the same, except for the Sephora visit. That's always the same when I go to New York. There's always a day for Sephora. There's always a day. <laughs> and there's always a day where I'm going to go and try and stalk law and order SVU and see, can I meet iced tea? But whatever, that's every time, honey, we're getting closer. <laughs> exactly. There's something for everyone in New York, guys. If you haven't been, I'm telling you now, 
it's time to book book your trip. That's where the love of my life is. I'm fully convinced. The love of my life is living in Europe. <laughs> he, he's, he knows the love of his life is in Ireland and is going to come visit him soon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, listen, pal, I can give you potatoes and leprechauns and lucky charms. And he can give me the green card. <laughs> <laughs> the important stuff. Um, well, I suppose uh, being single... Um, the pause of being single is you can go away to London or New York uh, uh, for career purposes, you know, and so you can move about on your own, like, you know. Somebody said, just sent us a one word um, clip here and said the best thing about being single is independence. I think we've kind of said that, like, <laughs> independence. Yeah, that's it's a common thread, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, hundred percent. the The other thing I think that came in on uh, some of those clips was riding a new person. So um, I'm pretty sure a guy and girl said that. The best thing about being single, in my opinion, is having your own freedom. So going out with the lads last minute for a few beers and not having to feel guilty of where you're going or what you're getting up to. Also, getting that butterfly butterfly feeling on a first day and meeting new people and just different different ways of life and also the sex with different people different experiences it's great that's that's what i think is great about being single you know in fairness they're not telling any lies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's been that long i wouldn't be able to tell you but um hopefully hopefully guys i'll be coming to an episode near you and going a guy touched my shoulder. That'll be the closest, okay? Let's just build it up, guys. Straight back with a bang, right? Literally. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna be like uh, Niall in the Inbetweeners in the movie, where they're just like dry humping each other with their clothes on. <laughs> Who's Niall in the Inbetweeners? Neil. Neil. <laughs> I was like, Neil? yeah, Neil. I was like, who the hell is Niall? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ever listen to podcasts and you hear people say the wrong name and you're like, you're shouting at us. That's what people will be doing when they hear me say that wrong name. Yeah, they're literally going mental and they're going, who's Niall? Or they're thinking of like eight small characters going, <laughs> was that guy in the caravan club? Was he Niall? Um, but you did put up a thing and asked um, for advice because obviously we said that we had heard from one of our listeners who's newly single and going through it, going through the starting over again, which is always a pain in the and um, so you did ask people yeah. um, about some advice and some tips yeah and I think look we, we've we've all been through it you know we've all been through it and I think I um, had my first big breakup um, like I said I was much older when I first met someone I was in my late 20s and uh, I broke up with him in my 30s and like it was like somebody had just pulled every little thing from underneath me. Like, honestly, I just thought, oh my God, I will. I literally thought I would never be happy again. I thought I would never smile. I thought I would never laugh. I thought I would, you know, and it breaks my heart when people message and they're going through a tough time and they're struggling through a breakup because we know how that feels. And like, I, you know, if I think about it too much, it feels like it was only yesterday. No kind of way, because mm-hmm. that, that, wound was really difficult and I think one of the things that I found particularly hard when I broke up is because I was much older when I met someone and because therefore I was much older when I had my first breakup a lot of my friends who are in long-term relationships and stuff didn't really get it because they had their first breakups when they were like 19 or like 22 and you know they didn't experience what it was like in their 30s to lose a relationship that you thought was the one or you thought like this is this is who I'm going to be with for the rest of my life and um it's it's and it's really difficult because they just don't get it and and I think a lot of people don't give credit to people who are going through breakups and are getting through the other side so I will just say if anyone's listening and you there's somebody in your life who's going through a breakup just please send them an L text and just check in with them because I think a lot of people 
they break up with somebody, they might pretend that they're fine. And I swear to God, I was so lucky because I lived in a house with three other girls and they moved my ass and they made me get out of bed and they made me go for walks and they made me shower because I, if I had been here on my own, I wouldn't have done any of that. So, I mean, please, if you, if you do know anybody, like, you know, do get in touch with them and, and touch base. On what you were saying there, if you are a friend of somebody who's going through something, let's just spitball some things of not to say. Because it can be so annoying when you're single or newly single and somebody who's in a relationship, you, I know you mean really well, but you can feck and feck us over sometimes with the things that you say. They come across yeah. as so condescending. Yeah. So like, do not say, yeah. oh, it's just around the corner. Don't say that. Because all in our head is going, it's been around the corner since I was 16. It's like that clip in Charlotte, the yeah. <laughs> Charlotte says in second C, I've been dating since I was 15. I'm tired. Where is he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't say stuff like plenty more fish in the sea. Don't say you'll you'll find someone else. Don't say any of that shit, especially not to somebody who's just in the thick of it. Um, I understand when someone is after a good while and you're like come on you gotta pull yourself out like but not initially when someone is going through it especially like depending on the length of the relationship and how you know like were they living together like how you know how much was going on but like please yeah don't say stuff like oh you know you'll you'll find someone especially not when it's just fresh mm-hmm. you know I do think you know after a while you can kind of try and encourage your friends to get back online dating when they're ready when they're ready for it and able but I think don't kind of push that and um I would also like you know don't minimize either what that person is going through just because you've been with your fella since 16 uh you know doesn't mean that you know you get to say like Oh, I'm sure singles being, even though we're talking about being single is cool, but I hate when people are in relationships a really, really t- long time going like, being single is great. And you're like, you don't understand. You've been with Jiminy Bob mm-hmm. since you were 17. So like, you don't actually know what it's like to do Tinder, to be rejected that way. So maybe don't come from a place of like, trying to give your spin on what you think is great about being single. I would suggest just listening to your friend and get only giving advice if that person is asking or looking for it. Mm-hmm. Also, don't ever say, have you give have you given Tinder a call? They they've oh. tried it all. Okay. They've tried it all. We've tried it all. Yeah. There's no there's yeah. no new app you can tell us about that we haven't heard of. There's no pub that we haven't tried. Don't be coming in and going, did you try country line dancing? Did you try Catholics <laughs> you know, Catholics hookups? Yeah, we did, okay. We're all we've tried them all. We've been everywhere. We've done it all. <laughs> I hear people are like, have you given that hingey a go? And you're like, I will kill you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. Um, things don't don't point out people that, you know, are if you're from a small town, people who are also long time single, because don't think we haven't thought about them. OK, we've gone to the depths of despair. <laughs> and Maybe I should just get with your man that I was with when I was 12 and he shifted me like a washing machine. Maybe I should just get with him. And then we copped ourselves on <laughs> Self-worth, guys, is what we said earlier on. Self-worth. Just before you're going to say anything, if you're in a relationship and you're going to say something, before you do, just, just take a second and just imagine it was the other way around and you were the person that was single and somebody said to you, what about Billy? You remember Billy? He's got only one tooth, but he has a lot of lend and he's got a good mammy. Would you be with Billy? No. <laughs> Dog the flip on. That's the way I look at it. I'm just like, sometimes the things that people in relationships come out and say, oh, I swear I had a blow up. I remember one year on Valentine's, Valentine's at work. All the people I work with are, in, are all married. And um, Valentine's come up and they're just like, oh, God, he probably gave me a shit Valentine's card and some shit flowers. Blah, blah, blah. And I just went, oh, my God, I'm so sick of this bullshit. You're all the same people that will fucking love it. And if you didn't get jet and you'd be fuming. I was like, try being a person. <laughs> single, get anything on Valentine's Day. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> don't complain about them as if like as if we're the lucky ones for not having them. You know, that that really annoys me. Oh, yeah. Well, You'd be glad yeah. you don't have my Jimmy now, the way he leaves his socks at the end of the bed. Oh, he's a terror. I, I wish I was single. That's yeah. not cute. Not yeah. cute. We're not looking no, at you, don't You know, you're right. That's actually, you're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> God, wow. I feel really, I feel so much better after that pep talk. <laughs>
And by the way, if you are that friend being like, oh, do you remember Jiminy and he's great? You sound like your mother. Stop. Mm-hmm. You sound like your mother and you're only 35. Stop. Okay. You're aging before your time. Um, so I just think the best thing you can do for any friend going through that is support them. And obviously the only thing I would say is if, if you feel like your friend might be going off the rails or it's been a while and they don't seem to be kind of getting anywhere, you know, there might be time for a chat or an intervention then, but, you know, let your friend grieve because it is like when you break up with somebody, it is like the person died. And I know that sounds dramatic, but you go from talking every single day to potentially living with someone to going to bed with them all the time to them being absolutely gone. And it's a real shock. So like, try just have a bit of empathy, even if you don't understand it or you haven't been through it yourself. Just try to, you know, give someone a bit of a bit of time as well. And if you are going through it, so we did ask our our listeners for some tips. So if you're going through it and you're like, God, it just feels like it's endless and I can't get through this. uh, These are just some tips that we got from people. Uh, One person said, talk to your friends. They will always be there to help you through it all. And it doesn't have to mean talk to your friends, plural, like, Talk to one person, just even if it's just one person, just kind of go, listen, can you meet me? Can we do a phone call or can you call over to the house or whatever? And just kind of let it out because we all understand. We all understand. So like they'll probably just sit there in silence and let you rant. And it's just nice to get it off. your like saying the words out loud is just so nice because you kind of hear it and it's not just in your head. Somebody else said, yeah. Step-by-step happiness is minding yourself, doing small things that make you happy. So yeah, maybe like write a list of things that you'd like to achieve when you start to feel better. Or maybe it's that you go to pennies and spend a hundred euros just on you. Or I don't know, you book that brunch in that you've been waiting to do or whatever. Just something and have those. And then when you start to feel better, you have that list staring at you and you start taking things off. Yeah. Yeah, I love this. Somebody sent us a few little step-by-step ways, which I'm loving. They said, first of all, journaling. Get everything out of your head and onto paper. It will stop the constant questioning. It's a release of pent-up emotions and eventually it will make you uh, make sense of things, which I 100% agree and did myself. And actually still journal to this day just for other reasons. But I think writing it down really helps. Um, they, they also said, like, write it like you know nobody will ever read it. So therefore, you'll be able to let everything out. And they also said, they did say exercise. They said, I know it's, uh, but get out into nature and let it heal you. Strap on a backpack and go on a hike, an easy mountain. You can take on the world. You just need to show yourself that. And I think that is um, like so true in a way, because like when you break up with somebody, you feel like you can't do anything. You can't accomplish anything, but like literally anything small like that just can make you feel so much better yeah definitely like something when you have achieved something you suddenly don't realize that how much you needed that win and then suddenly you're like oh my god that's actually amazing some i suppose some um regular things that are very important are things like having a cry um somebody sent this yeah. having a cry and a nap always helps regardless of the reason let it all out and have a sleep and oh my god there's nothing like a sleep after you've cried because your eyes are all swollen anyway so you're just like passed yeah. out um, somebody else says the only thing that helps is time and making a list of their faults to read them when you miss them. Good point. Um, somebody else said nothing helps but wait until you don't feel like shit anymore. Uh, and again, somebody else, a good cry, drinks and good pals. Like, I think the point is that you have to take everything as it comes. Um, have a little cry. It's not it's not a bad thing. And people often live in fear of having a cry. And it's not a bad thing. Like, otherwise, no, no. Like people have been like, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to cry on a night out. Who hasn't cried on a night out? Oh, I mean, absolutely all of us. Like there's literally no need to be worried or be ashamed. Your friends have probably seen you cry before. Don't worry about crying. The only time crying, you know, gets too much is if it's every damn time and it's like a year after your breakup, you know. You know, we do all have to get ourselves together at some point, lads. So, you know. There's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing wrong with having a few tears. You just don't want to fall down that hole of it being a constant thing because the further you get deep into something like that, the more difficult it is to get out of it. So, you know, cry. Don't be hard on yourself, but try not to wallow in something like that too long. 
I do love this. Make a single girls list, to-do list, places to visit, a challenge, something new to try. Love this. Be really good focus. You know, set up a WhatsApp group or whatever it might be. Get the, get the girls or the gays or the guys or whatever ones, you know, would be totally good for this and start putting a plan in action, especially when things are going to start opening up now in the next while. There's nothing like having something planned and something to look forward to. Love that idea. Absolutely love that. A single to-do list. Go and do that now, no matter what stage you're at. If you're not just, whether you're just after breaking somebody up with somebody, you're currently like me and just eternally single, just do it because you don't have to do it now. Like they don't have to take things off now, but eventually you're going to start going, oh, holy crap, I, I did that thing that I was talking about. And there's nothing nicer than taking something off a list as well. It's really that great achievement. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Absolutely. For me, the best thing about being single is the freedom to do whatever you want, whenever you want. You don't have to factor someone else in when you're making plans or making decisions. It's all on you. And it means you know that whatever you're doing is exactly what you want to do. And you're not trying to please anyone or fit in with their life. Um, I also think you can watch whatever you want on the telly. You can starfish in bed. And you don't have one person in your life that can kind of dictate your mood. Like if you have a fallout with a boyfriend, you will feel that for the day and it will change your day. And I just think that it's nice to have the freedom of not having that. So they're my favorite things. Um, I do see one here. I did devastating breakup just before lockdown a year ago he ended a three-year relationship without warning i was obviously devastated but i immersed myself in self-care and just took my time healing and that guys is it's so annoying i know but it is just a time thing often um you know depending on how long you've been with a person etc like it's going to take longer than than other times but yeah i mean time is a great healer and i definitely think like we're saying finding self-love self-worth and um you know healing that can 100 percent help you uh yeah exactly i think so we have to like no matter what stage you are in a breakup or none whatever or if you're in a relationship you have to have some time for yourself and i think that's one thing that you do lose a little bit of um when you are in a relationship is you probably don't indulge in the self-care as much as maybe you should so if you are listening you're in a relationship maybe take that evening off of not seeing your friends and not seeing your fella and having an evening for yourself with a book and a face mask or whatever it is and just not and turn off your phone and that's something I suggest yeah. turn off your phone for a few hours oh my god the absolute joy of turning off your phone for a few hours I would recommend that to single married anybody turn it off just take a breath yeah totally I'd, I'd agree um and I'd also suggest even though it's really really tough um deleting them off social media because you will drive yourself absolutely fucking insane looking at their page. And I know because I've done it, folks, and I was foolish enough <laughs> to think that, that me and my ex would, you know, potentially be friendly or whatever. And then I got an absolute gut punch of seeing his photos that he put up of the country that we were supposed to move away together to. And he went himself. And it's, it's, it's awful. And, I know like it might seem extreme and you would be like, I'll just mute them, but you can still go and look and it doesn't help. It doesn't help your noggin. So I would suggest as soon as you feel able to delete, delete, block, whatever you want, but just get rid of it. Delete straight away. As soon as you know it's over, delete. Delete, be gone, be gone, be gone, be gone. There's nothing good out of it. What's going to only good come out of it or what's only going to come out of it is you sending drunk messages or accidentally falling down a wormhole of clicking into every comment under every photo he has or you know no just i've done that every time be gone be gone um i did i forgot that someone sent us a dm a long dm about some of the best things about being single this person had five years experience so here are just a little run through uh being able to say yes to plans without having to check with someone else not shaving my legs how did that not come up with us rogue like that is one of the best things oh yes (laughs) <laughs> and then be like when you're suddenly sitting somewhere and you're stroking your leg and like oh dear god oh no um this person also said dropping everything to help a friend because you can shopping alone yes that's a good one um then vibrator does it every time all the time <laughs> um, 
something else uh, I'm better DIY since I bought my own flat last year learned how to flat pack design choices all mine and then they ended by saying single women are the largest demographic in, in the America now this is going to be reflected in the rest of the West soon putting up with someone who's no good isn't good enough anymore single is a wise move of self-love so putting up with the bullshit we probably put up with in the past is no longer acceptable guys and gals we are not allowing this anymore we're taking ownership of ourselves and learning that we are freaking class i know i love it there was this one actually that came in as well and it was two pieces of advice and i just loved these so first it's easy to get used to a bad thing don't beat yourself up for staying with someone when in hindsight you should have left it's easy to get used to a bad situation which i think that is something sometimes people find themselves in and then kick themselves for not leaving earlier but you know it's hard when you're in it guys and two I just love this. A relationship ends because you didn't meet each other's needs. Some needs you couldn't possibly meet. And that's okay. Love it. And they're not your person. They are not your person. It'll take a while for you to get to that. But someday you're going to be like, like, think back, think now, right? If you're going through that or whatever, just think back to somebody else you dated, whether it was when you're 16, 26, whatever. Just think of one person right now that you used to date and go, can you see yourself having kids or marrying that person now? Like I'm thinking of one person in particular. And one time I saw him walking down the road in shiny black trousers, shiny, shiny black trousers. And I think of him now and it <laughs> makes me throw up inside my mouth the fact that I could have potentially stuck with him just because it was convenient. And I'm just like, mm. so eventually you're going to think about it like that. Your ex like that. That's the way that'll help <laughs> Someday you won't feel yeah. like this. Um, I just want to read out this one that came into us on a DM on Instagram. And it's a bit long, but I think it's it's worth talking about. So I just want to just read it. Um, and this came in from a listener who said, I never thought I'd write this, but I'm 10 months on from literally thinking I would die of the pain of heartbreak. And I'm still here and getting there. Heartbreak is the shittest and most torturous thing to go through. It just takes time and energy and being kind to yourself to heal. I sought the help of a counsellor for a finish uh, for a finish up. I couldn't recommend it highly enough. My mental health was never in a worse state than last year, heartbroken and locked down. But I'm coming out the other side. The memories used to kill me and I was struggling going places we used to for fear of bumping into them. But I'm going back to places I used to love pre-boyfriend. Surround yourself with good people. Yoga has been amazing helps the soul and a drop of wine but not too much keep up the gin because you don't need the headache good luck and take care it will be okay again and i just want to say one other thing this person did say i did meet a guy through the farmer's journal date number three date number three yesterday and it's going well (laughs) i'm trying not to overthink for my own sanity so to this girl I cannot even say how proud I am that you met someone through the Farmer's Journal. I absolutely love it. Can this person please come like, not forward, but like send us a long, a longer DM or an email on our Gmail. I need to hear about this Farmer's Journal crack. Like you don't want to give too much away about the person, but I want to know, did you put an ad? Did they put an ad? How did this happen? I need, this is like, I am just, I know that my friends are going to listen to this and go, there you go now, Nicola. You would love a nice farmer. As a vegetarian, I can say that would be quite hard for me. But <laughs> maybe he's a veggie farmer. Um, but yeah, let's, I want to hear that. I want to hear that story. Totally. I want to know what her ad was. Uh, but I did want to just point out what she said there about counselling. I do think sometimes we might laugh at the thought of going to counselling just because of a breakup or whatever. But if you've broken up with someone during COVID or a long-term relationship, it's really fucking hard. I I did one or two uh, sessions, you know, uh, over phone as well because I was really struggling. I just couldn't get myself over the hump my breakup and I needed th- that extra support and extra guidance. There is no harm and there is nothing wrong with, you know, going for extra help. Like we've had um, two people on from turn to me before, um, you know, and there's services literally everywhere. Don't feel ashamed or embarrassed of reaching out. I honestly could say having done it myself that I found it gave me that little bit of extra strength um, that I couldn't really get from anyone else or anywhere else. And it kind of helped me and on my mind. So if you're really struggling, I, I do think it's, 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 it's something worth exploring if you can. 
yeah and there's no shame in it whatsoever and also if you are embarrassed by it or if you're like i don't want to know no one has to know literally no one has to know just you and the therapist that's like I've heard so many people, oh, I'd be too embarrassed. Why are you embarrassed? It's not like a gang of your friends are, you know, standing outside the therapist's office and going, whoa, man, what are you doing? And most of it's all online now anyway. So, yeah. you all, like, you're working from home. You're meant to be working at five till five. Why don't you just add an extra hour on and do it five to six? Do it on your lunch break. Who Who's going to know? Like, that's the thing. Like, there's no shame in this kind of stuff anymore, lads. It's 2021. If you no. want to go and talk to a therapist, if you want to, if you think what's going to make you feel better is lying on the ground in the garden, scratching your arse for four hours. Fucking do it. <laughs> no, 100%. I just think it, it can be real. I think what happens is uh, when you're going through a breakup, you you can be doing really well and things can be going well and you can be feeling really great. And then something happens and it could be literally anything and you get totally set back and you feel like, oh my God, I'm back to square one. But like, remember you're never back at square one because you will always bounce back like that bit better every single time. But if you need help just getting over that last little hump, um, I do think counseling can ha- help a lot. And um, um, it, it, if you think that might be you, just just do it. Don't be afraid. Honestly, I was fucking shit myself. And I was like, oh, I have nothing to complain about. Why would I ring? Why do I waste this person's time? It's not about that. It's just having almost like this blank canvas to talk about what you're going through. And they don't judge you and they don't have any opinion because they don't know you. Um, and it's kind of like a, it's a bit of re- a relief, you know, and it's, um, it's definitely makes, can make things make sense better in your head. Yeah, and there's if you go on to I think it's um the Irish Psychiatric Association. I can't remember the it's it's four letters, I can't think of it, but the Irish Counseling and Psychiatric Association, I C H or PA or something like that. Look, I can't think it's very late at night. Um but if you want <laughs> to them, they've got a list and basically you just click your county or your if you're in Dublin, you click your uh, postcode and it comes up with the different counsellors in your area. So go on to that and find yourself someone. And like you can put in, you know, low budget and all that kind of stuff. So go and do that. But, you know, no matter what, we'll be here for you. We, yeah. My second row will be here. Let out all your emotions. Uh, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, DM us and they say things like, um, oh, I'm so sorry, girls, for telling you this. We're like, dude, we love to hear <laughs> from you. Good, bad or ugly. We totally understand. We've been through it all and we want to be able to help you. And we love hearing your stories come to us. So yeah. Come. Absolutely. And we love having our voice notes and other voices on here. Uh, um, it just keeps the podcast fresh and we like to hear your stories. So look, keep sending it on, you know, email daters going to date IRL at gmail.com. Obviously you can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter as well. Um, yeah, just keep them going in. If there's somebody, you know, or do you have a really interesting story? Would you like to come on and talk to us? Give us a shout. Like we're always looking for for people to come on and chat. Um, we're always looking for new topics um, and all different things to things. So if there's something you want us to touch on, if there's if you want to come on, get in touch with us. Yeah, and maybe you know on the back of the farmers journal thing, maybe you know somebody who met their other half in the farmers journal or in coppers or some other mad situation, not just you know set up by friends or whatever and they don't mind sharing their story tell them to give us a shout too we always love to hear where we can go to find that other one uh the other half there so i can get some tips maybe <laughs> met them at the local gospel um, <laughs> christian dating i'd love to hear if that's the way i will just have to find jesus again you know um but <laughs> now we have talked a lot about how amazing it is to be single but we also want to say how amazing you all are and thank you all for responding to everything and we will be back yeah as always in two weeks time yeah, until then, uh, we hope you all enjoy the next couple of weeks' freedom. The pubs are coming. The days are getting longer. And let's hope it stops pissing rain long enough for us to have a pint outside. Uh, but until then, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great day. Slong of all.